Welcome to Best Song Ever. My name is Brian LeBen, and alongside me, as always, is my dear, dear cousin, Luke LeBen. How are you doing today, Luke? I'm good. How about you? How's it going, Julie Bowen? Uh, it's going pretty good. Um, you know, I I am getting over being sick. I had get a, over it. Uh, Move on. <laughs> I know. I, I'm trying. I'm trying to get over it. Um, but yeah, the the day after the election. I thought I was just hungover because I drank a lot to get through the stress of like, are they going to do it to us again? Are they going right. to? And You're then like, are the Dems going to win? I'm so scared. You got that Republican fever, right. and uh, so you were sick. Yeah. Yep. And uh, and then uh, it turned out to be an actual real sickness. But I'm doing all right now. Yeah. And the election seemed to be pretty pretty good yeah. overall. Oh yeah, um, could have been better, but no, no reason to complain. No, it's actually getting uh, better as the days go on. Mm-hmm. Um, with you know races in Florida that they thought were done that are, they're now doing recounts for, and another race I think in Arizona that they had called for for uh, the opposite party Republicans, mm. and then uh, have since gotten more votes in and said, oh, whoops. It's like, Mistake. how long can these people run? It's like, they've already, like, for a week straight, you gotta be wanting some water yeah. at this point. Well, yeah, I think they take water breaks. Like, yeah. the, you know, when you go, uh, have you ever ran a, like, 5K mm. or 10K mm. or 100K mm. or... I think you want to be moving in the other direction. Uh, I think I've done, like, a negative 3K, um... That was just where I sat on my couch and ate Taco Bell. Gotcha. Well, if you would run any variation of K that is set up and established as a race, there are people with stands and little pla- like little cups of water. Right, right. And so you can keep running and they'll hand, and them, they'll to hand them to you. So that's what that's how they been keep doing it going. Now. And they're in their suits and their pantsuits and everything. It must be real sweaty. But okay, I get it. Yeah. Okay. Okie dokie, Loki. Jeez. Yeah, uh, that's first of all, that's my new favorite game is just rhyming whatever phrase I'm saying with someone's name. But I did say Okie Doki Loki intentionally and speak the mm. trickster's name and he's bound to appear. Oh boy. You know what that means? We haven't done one of these in a while. It's Thor Talk. Oh boy, man. Yeah, I didn't. I we haven't done this in so long that yeah. I forgot that the mere mention of Loki's name. It didn't even register. Makes him appear and we get sucked into this other dimension where we can only talk about yep. Thor or mm-hmm. really Thor adjacent things. Yeah. Really the the trickster himself is what you want. But uh this is a uh, sad Thor talk because I mm. because Stan Lee died this week. He did. Um and that's not the reason I wanted to do Thor talk, but I thought that would be you know, uh, a shared reason because that's, uh, I mean, he was 95. He had a great life, great career. Yeah. But, um, you know, I didn't really, uh, like the Marvel movies for a little while. I saw Iron Man when it first came out and mm-hmm. loved it. And then like for years, I just was like, ah, oh, everyone likes those. I don't want it. But then, um, I like binged them a few years ago and now they're like my comfort zone and I'll watch mm-hmm. them just when I have nothing else to do. And, um, so this is the reason I wanted to have Thor talk was uh, because obviously we love these worlds that Stan Lee created and Thor Ragnarok, I think is like my favorite one. And I've watched it so many times since it came on Netflix and now I've been watching it 
just in like little like 20 minute blocks before mm-hmm. I go to bed. And so you should do this. Try watching it like it's a uh, 80s like sci-fi show. And like each 20 minute chunk is like an episode. It works really well, guys. You hmm. should do it. That's good, good life hack there yeah, for how to watch that's, Thor. That's my Marvel life hack. And uh, that's pretty much all I wanted to talk about. Just been watching Ragnarok a lot, segment by segment. Very cool. Um, I still haven't seen the most recent Avengers movie. Uh, I still haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Well, that doesn't really matter. But um, well, Avengers, I, I've heard that... Clown. I heard that the end of Guardians of the Galaxy two set, like goes into the where the Avengers begins the the newest one. Um, so. do you want to see Kurt Russell's uh, as a big big blue face planet? I love Kurt Russell, so yeah. um, he, he I, you, I really you won't do. when you're done with this movie. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, the ending's kind of stupid. No, oh, okay. Kurt Russell's great, obviously. Yeah. I, I like uh, just him, watch Hateful Eight instead. That's my favorite. Mm, no, I'll that's, just watch Big Trouble in Little prime China. Rust. Yeah, that's some prime rust mm, too. That's oh yeah. Um, all right, that's Thor talk. R.I.P. Stanley. All right, well I'm gonna get us started. This is of course best song ever. Where Brian and I each pick three songs in secret and then debut them for each other. If uh, Brian plays a song I really love, I'm gonna give it my stamp of approval, which is Lordy Lordy Barry Gordy. And if I play one Brian really loves, he's gonna give it his stamp, which is Papa Likey. Um, so this I wanted to start because my first song was going. I was gonna play it at Halloween, but it didn't work out. It came out like the day before we recorded, and now it's gotten pushed back. So, but it's a great song. So, um, I still wanted to play it. And this song comes from an artist who is the lead singer of one of my favorite bands of all time, mm. My Chemical Romance. Oh boy. I'm rocking. They're one of your here. favorite bands of all oh, time. Oh, they have they have become in this past week since I've been revisiting them. So, uh, listeners might remember when Brian played Helena Deland on a show, mm. and I jokingly played Helena. Helena is how I always said it, or Helena um, by My Chemical Romance, and he did not like it. He to, Papa no likey. Papa no to likey. Be frank. Yeah. But you did only hear like ten seconds of Gerard Way whispering, but. Um, then but i uh loved this band when i was in high school and uh revisiting solid solid band still um and what made the band so great among many other elements was the performance of frontman gerard way and that is who i have a song from today uh gerard way as i said um, was the lead singer of My Chemical Romance. Then uh, in uh, 2014, he had his solo debut album, Hesitant Alien. And, uh, you know, his uh, hair color game is on point. He had, like, black hair for the f- Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge. Then he had, like, white and black, like he switched it. And then he had red. And for his uh, solo album, his the videos are all, like, super, like, 80s, like, pop rock band they remind me of like blondie and he's got like red hair and he's in a suit and i don't know what color hair he has now because he's not in the video for this i mean he might be but he might have a skeleton head over because this song is called baby you're a haunted house and yeah real spooky spooky. and it has this spooky video where the there's this band and they all have skeleton heads Mm. it's like i was really i was too scared to get through it but 
I, I forced myself and it helps that the song is super catchy, super great, real fuzzed out. And you know, it doesn't need to be Halloween for us to get spooked. Let's keep the spookiness going all year round. So here's Gerard Way with Baby You're a Haunted House. enjoyed that song nice fuzzy poppy rockin bit of a nug you know we like to call things nugs good old nug bit right there it was a bit of a fuzzy nug it was a poppy nug and uh yeah it was good uh i i enjoyed it yeah i'm a fuzz sucker i'm a (laughs) sucker for fuzz and um that sounds yeah disgusting (laughs) well that's sometimes the truth is disgusting sounding but uh (laughs) Yeah, it's it's just great. Uh, the hand claps, the you know he's not usually this fuzzy, and I appreciated that. And just a great melody, super catchy, fun song. I don't know if he's gonna have another album probably soon at some point, but um, he just gave us a little Halloween treat. Thanks, thanks, Gerard. That's nice. It's always nice when you get treats for Halloween. Like I feel yeah. like you can sometimes maybe you get a trick. 
But right. sometimes, he didn't trick us. no, he gave us a treat. It was really cool. He did yeah. trick us a little bit just because it, it's not like attached to any album or anything. Right. So it's like, so it's hey, a trick and a treat. It sort is, of. which is pretty sweet. Good yeah. job. Nice. Nice job, Gerard. By the way, we're still waiting to hear back from you on that uh, sitcom we pitched in the last episode when we talked about you, where you mm. are roommates with Gerard Depardieu, called mm. Gerard and Gerard. Yeah. I <laughs> I think it's a really good, solid idea. Um, I don't know how you are at acting, but I mean, I'm sure it'll be fine. How about in the show, they're landscapers, and the name of their business is Gerard and Gerard in the Yard. <laughs> yeah okay that'd be, that'd be fun gerard right? and gerard in the yard yeah um and uh you know you you asked me is my coming romance one of your favorite bands of all time i did yes sir they are and i really hadn't listened to them like since high school for like a long time and then uh it was the 10th anniversary of the black parade a couple years ago and npr did a thing and now i re-listened to three cheers for sweet revenge and the black parade are a couple of my favorite albums of all time. They're so great. You got to hear them. I should check them out. Uh, I don't know that I've really listened to them much. Uh, I've never dove in. And I, I don't I've never been that interested. I don't know if you. It'll really be your style. And I yeah. also have the nostalgia. But you know, it was basic. They were. I didn't realize. You know, like when I was growing up, I feel like I would think things were obscure, like finds that I had, not thinking about this is on the radio and mm-hmm. on MTV. Like it's there. They were a pop band, basically even though they did it in the, like, goth punk style. And uh, so, yeah, I don't know if it'll so much be your style, but you, I, if you can get into it, which I pray you can, especially the Black Parade is just a masterpiece. I feel like with a lot of great bands, there's that those two albums that come out, like, right successively, like, a couple years apart mm-hmm. that are just amazing. Like, Neutral Milk Hotel did On Avery Island and In the Aeroplane, and that was their whole discography. And... Uh, Animal Collective has Strawberry Jam, Meriwether Post Pavilion, which in my opinion are just two of the best elms of all time. And then My Chemical Romance has Three Cheers and The Black Parade. So this part of my notes is labeled bloviate about My Chemical Romance. So I think I've done my job. I think I sufficiently bloviated, uh, but they just some of the most... Brilliant writing. I uh, am working on a slow folky cover of I'm Not Okay. Um, and just every time I play it, I'm just like, man, Gerard's such a great writer and performer. And I think that was shown on this song, Baby or a Haunted House, by Gerard Way. That's out now on Reprise Records. All right, I'm going to move along to uh, an artist who draws influence from Robin, Britney Spears, Jock Jams, Nirvana, Recess Hour on the Blacktop, M.I.A., Lil Mama, and a Hacky Sack Circle. Sound pretty good, huh? Dude, fucking Recess on the Blacktop's last album was such a ripper. I loved it. <laughs> Recess Hour on the Blacktop. Oh, Recess yeah. Hour on the Blacktop. That's good stuff. Um, this is uh, the project of Eva Mulchan, and the name of, of her project is Sneaks. And Sneaks had a 2016 album yeah. that I did not really, that I listened to and thought was cool, but never spent too much time with. And this new song from her new album makes me want to go back and listen to that now. It's 
very interesting and we have fun. to go back we, yeah we're lost you remember that guys <laughs> oh man lost oh, what a show yeah they got off the island and then they were like we like, gotta we go, back. go back like what kind they of were... twisted logic is right this? so sneaks you are vaguely familiar i can see from your face yeah i heard a song and it seemed like she was doing some sort of rap rap scallion uh word trickery like rap music uh <laughs> The hip hoppery, as you say, <laughs> yeah, um, but adjacent. Yeah, I would I would say it's that adjacent. But she also has like a sometimes a, kind of a, a punk vibe or like a post punk vibe to her as yeah, well. Yeah, I could see that. It's pretty like I don't know, uh, all over the place, kind of kaleidoscopic, just all over the place. And this song, I think, is a great introduction to her sound. It reminds me the most of like uh early mia for sure like when the first mia album came out and it was lo-fi and sounded like Mm, nothing else and it was awesome uh i got that feeling when listening to this so let's take a listen to sneaks with the way it goes Till it goes on, and when the magic 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 it goes on, and when the
And when the matcha lit goes on. That was quite sneaky. And it was all over the place. Different parts were sneaking up on me. I was like, what? What? Wait, over, over there. Wait, what? What? Yeah, that was pretty much me the whole time. Yeah. And uh, it was cool. Uh, I loved the little I said, is that, did you just do that? <laughs> Sneaks. Because it sounded a lot like you. Um, <laughs> I, it was it was not me, but uh, if if you want me to be on the album, just let me know, uh, and I I'll, think I'll it, do it. I think that'd be great. Maybe they got a got your voice somehow. Yeah, I could be um, the hype man. Yeah. I've always wanted to be a hype man. I yeah. feel like I would be pretty good at it. There okay. was some good ad libs in there, and I yes. liked how I felt like she was intentionally at times trying to mimic. Uh, some like modern rap where yes um for sure i would have loved just one draco draco even <laughs> if it was just like in the background whispered that would be um, fun yeah what's what is this with draco i don't understand uh because like slytherins are just badass and like everyone loves <laughs> i know draco it's Mount, not related to harry potter it's a it's a gun oh it's, really as far as my knowledge is oh okay but but yeah that's what i i like thinking that they're talking about Draco Malfoy every time I hear it. I like that too. Um, soon, pretty soon they start being like Luna Lovegood. <laughs> Luna, pull, pull up with that Luna. Oh man, stop <laughs> naming guns after our <laughs> beloved after Harry our po- favorite Harry Potter. Character. I'm gonna bust you with my Dobby. <laughs> oh, no, no, not Dobby. You make me think oh, of when man. he dies on the beach. Ah, uh, spoiler alert: Dobby dies. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> What are, oh yeah, I played a song, right? And we listened to it. Yep, that um, happened. So, what what struck me listening to it this time is, in my head, this song like kind of blows up, but it's actually pretty restrained. And I, I feel like it's always teetering on, like, getting really huge, but always kind of holding back. And for some reason, my perception of it was like, man, this is a real banger, but it's actually kind of like yeah. a low-key banger. Yeah, it's interesting. Oh. Loki oh. already we, came. We already did it. Hey, hey Loki, we already yeah. did it, okay? He's, he's been just hanging out in Jeez. the corner since we oh, summoned him. Okay. But that's not really him. If you throw a rock, it'll go right through him. Uh, he's... He's got hoes in different area codes, and by hoes I mean holograms of himself. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good uh, abbreviation for for hologram. Yeah. You see that hove hove Tupac at Coachella. So that was sneaks with the way it goes from Highway Hypnosis, which is out January twenty fifth on Merge Records. That's January 25th of 2019. Yeah, baby. 2019 is upon us, my friend. Yep. I can't wait. I'm already there mentally. Um, and we'll, I'll talk more about that later. But uh, so my last song came from the lead singer of an iconic punk band. And so does my next song. And uh, you know what this is, Brian, because we talked about it because I just couldn't contain it. I had to tell you, listen to this album. This comes from... Laura Jane Grace, uh, lead singer of the band Against Me. She now has a new band called Laura Jane Grace and the Devouring Mothers, and their album Bought to Rot is out now on Bloodshot Records, and it rules. I'm just I'm just rocking out over here because of my uh, both of my first songs. Uh, just rock and rule so hard, and 
uh, you know, I used to get um, uh, Against Me and Rise Against mixed up. And mm-hmm. it's funny because you would think that Rise Against would be the badass punk band, but they're the ones that sing Swing Life Away. It was like huh. another like mid 2000s like song on the radio. It was like pretty emo, soft rock pop. It was just funny because they're so different mm. from Against Me, but I always get them mixed up. But Against Me is an awesome punk band. They've been beloved for over a decade and uh i first listened to them in 2015 with their album shapeshift with me great album and uh but they've obviously been around since the early 2000s long before that and uh in may 2012 laura jane grace gave an interview with rolling stone and that's when she announced that uh she had gender dysphoria and announced her plans to transition into living as a woman And uh, after that point, uh, Against Me put out two of their best albums. The two-album theory comes back. It's not so much a theory as much as it is an observation that a lot of great bands just have two albums right in in the row. But um, they, uh, Against Me, put out uh, Transgender Dysphoria Blues and the aforementioned Shapeshift with Me. And uh, I just re-listened to them today great albums you should definitely listen to those as well and uh now uh with the new band uh this album you remember when matt berninger did the band elvi with him and the guy from Menomina? yeah and it was like very different from the national and it just had this energy of fun and freedom not trying to fit into any established sound or image and just the freedom to write songs in any way you mm-hmm. want to and that's the energy that this album has uh laura jane grace calls it her scorpio album with some sex drugs rock and roll and defiant destruction uh which fits in perfect to this uh frustrating time we're living in so we're gonna listen to this song it's called reality bites great movie and uh this song again super catchy hard rocking and it talks about you know living in a world where people are often fake and disingenuous and then in contrast meeting someone who's so real so here's laura jane grace and the devouring mothers with reality bites
hiding out in my Amsterdam hotel room. You are? Yep. That's cool. I wish <coughs> I'd be getting high. A doop doop doop. A doop doop doop. Doopy doop doopy doop. All right, you're up. Connor Cup. That's a football player. Um, <clears throat> See, I wish I knew some sportsmen because I bet their names would come in handy. So handy. All right. <laughs> yeah, we're both trying to think. <laughs> so handy. Joe Mandy. <laughs> Joe Mandy. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Upon your recommendation, I checked this album out and it wasn't totally my thing. <laughs> Sorry. Um, just not a huge fan of her voice. It's a little too much for me. A little too like, oh, theatrical, uh, in a way. Oh. But I'm not saying it's bad. I'm, ah. I'm just saying, it's not my thing. But I'm happy that you like it so much. I really am. Uh, that song had uh, like good guitar parts in it which i did appreciate very much what about and the I, chorus that and was i like, like and i like the chorus the chorus the chorus, yeah. the chorus is good yeah um <laughs> i shriek like that because i'm like like a hellhound her voice is what i love the most mm. um yeah. it's also just like i really like the because i mean it this is not like so far away from what uh, she does with against me, but it just feels like brighter and just, I don't know something about it just feels like more fun and high energy and reminds me of like the style that like super chunk did uh, like, especially mm-hmm. on their last album, just that really bright driving rock. And I love that, but her growl, I just, and her voice changes throughout. Some are like, there's a couple of songs that are like sing spoken, you know, but uh, I just love love a good scream from old L L J G. Um, and actually, while we're on the subject of L J G's uh, initials, there, I wanted to read the uh, oh yeah funny uh, Facebook Messenger conversation that Brian and I had about this album because I've been telling you that there was an album that was going to fuck up my list, which is what we call like a really good album that mm-hmm. comes along late when we've got our year end list set. And then an album comes along, it's so great, and it uh, fucks up our list. And Brian, you said, I was wondering if this was a list fucker for you that you're playing a song from. And I said, it is. The surprise is ruined. It fucked my list so good, I took it to Red Lobster. Nice Beyonce uh, reference there for you. But also there is the part where I said that uh, I realized that LJG is like a mixture of J- JGL joseph gordon levitt yeah and then i posited the theory that laura jane grace is a looper uh joseph gordon levitt from the future Mm -hmm. uh and now i'm thinking maybe that they were like separated at birth like uh you know switched Mm. at birth on abc family switched at birth colon separated at birth LJG GJL JGL this version. This is very easy, a very easy title to say and remember. I I like this. Right. I I'll invest. Rolls off the tongue. I'll invest in your show. But I was thinking, you know, like, what if Lord Jane Grace were mm-hmm. to like quit music and go to work in law enforcement, okay. rise up through the la- the ranks to lieutenant, okay. but then gives it all up, oh, becomes yeah. a drug dealer, does that for mm. decades and decades to where really becomes like the uh, old 
respected uh, person in the area who does that. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, she's going to have to get a burner phone. And so then if um, if I were to say, I'm getting a G from OGLTLJG, I would have to call her LG with 4GLT. You see? I guess so. Um, that was very hard to follow, but I feel like okay, you it's, landed it's, there. It's quite simple, Brian. Let me break it down from you. So I'm right, going to you. get a G from OGLTLJG, so I got to call her on her LG with 4GLT. Yeah. You I, see? So I, I think... <laughs> I, I see. I think one thing that confuses me, uh, and this is my little pea brain, uh, is that I get G's and J's mixed up. Yeah, and she's got both of them. I know, and I'm so confused. <laughs> All right, we're having fun with names over here, but that was Laura Jane Grace and the Devouring Mothers with Reality Bites from Bot to Rot, and that's out now on Bloodshot Records, and it is on my list. It is a wonderful album. Go listen to it. Um, Brian, I want you to hear the song called I Hate Chicago, um, which... But why? Yeah. There's more to it okay. than uh, than what you think, and you got to hear the song to see what the actual meaning is. Right. But a lot of it is just talking shit about things in Chicago. It's oh, pretty I like funny. Chicago. I'll yeah. check it out. So do I, but it's funny. Toot <sighs> toot. All right. Toot toot. All right. Well, I'm gonna move on to uh, someone that we've played on the pod. I that I played on the podcast earlier. Uh, Returning champion uh, probably a good year and a half or two years ago a mm. long time ago um this is from electronic r&b innovator don aka don richard who mm. was uh a member of danity kane and went off to do solo stuff put out several solo albums including 2016's redemption which i absolutely loved and this new album will be coming out in 20 early 2019 it's the follow-up to that and um redemption found her really being redeemed getting being redeemed and also uh it was the last in a trilogy of albums that she put out it Mm -hmm. was very like left of center um pop r&b kind of weird uh, sonic territory going on there but also really catchy and good R&B stuff. And this new uh, project finds her focusing on um, her roots from New Orleans and kind of looking at the duality between the more soulful sounds of of the city and uh, more traditional forms of R&B and her own innovative brand of electronic uh, sounds. And I, I feel like this new song is a little more mainstream for her, but it's got some weirdness to it, which uh, she always brings to the table. And uh, it's all self-produced, and she's just a really, really great electronic R&B innovator. So I just want to get into it, because I think this is a, a really nice, great song. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. This is Dawn with New Breed. Oh, 
Fuck the heels and dresses, nothing I can do up in the suit, yeah. Brown liquor, I'm a sipper, I can flip a deal like you do, yeah. I don't follow no instructions. I'ma make it do something. Yeah, there ain't no bitches, ain't no queens, I'm the motherfucking king, yeah. a great like pump up song i could see that being used on some commercial with like some people walking down the street um just to for whatever reason you know how they do like they're going to drink pepsi or whatever <laughs> but there's a bunch of women walking down the street to that i could see that being a, a good pump up song it was uh yeah i feel like main more mainstream is uh accurate Cause I could see that being like on the radio or something, but, uh, it is, but at the same time, it's still strange. Um, like the, the whole beginning part with the, uh, spacey electronics, uh, last a bit longer than your normal, like pop song would. It has Mm -hmm. kind of an extended introduction and it takes half of the song before the beat really kicks in. And, um, it's, it's a kind of a, a skittering beat that's not uh, quite normal either. 
Uh, it, it just has her original stamp on it. I love the music that she makes. I think she has a really great ear for um, balancing catchy, hard-hitting, and what innovative. What she balance on her ear? Uh, like catchy or something? Hard-hitting, innovative sounds oh, is, okay. what, is, is how she balances with, with, uh, with her ear there. So um, I'm... Um, always going to be interested in music that she puts out and will play her on the podcast as much as I can legally and illegally. No. Well, you claim on many more you're going to have me to deal with. So, Oh boy, yeah. I'm not afraid of that. Uh, Dawn was also on that Dirty Projector song, and that was like the best song on the album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, maybe. I don't pretty remember. Pretty much because of her, it was great. Cool your heart, dude. Dawn. Dawn. <laughs> I don't know why I want to say her name with the Down. Down. So that was Down with New Breed from New Breed, which is out January 25th on Local Action Records. Guys, um, that's the second uh, song that I've played from an album that is out January 25th. So I got January 25th covered for you. You take care of the rest of the 51 weeks of the year, yep, okay? Yep. By the way, this crown doesn't fit me. Uh, I know it was a gift, but could you take it back and get a size that more suitable for my thick noggin? You know, do you know what I had to do to get that crown? What? Did you have to stage a, a coup? I, I cooed so hard, you would have thought I was a bird. But oh. I wasn't. I killed... A lot of people, and then they didn't have the right crown. It was okay. I didn't realize you cooed for it. I'll and take then, it back. Yeah, I'll take you. it back. Oh man! So you're you've taken a human life. You don't come back from that, Brian. Several. I, uh... I've taken several oh. human lives, and uh, I've been rewatching Buffy. And uh, Angel said and it just makes you want to kill. Well, no. Angel said once Faith uh, kills uh, that. Uh, she's just gonna want more. She, yeah, it's it's forever changed her. Uh, it's forever changed me. I'm a killer. So you've got the a taste for it. Why were you talking about that crown? Um, that was the line in the song. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. She says something about the crown doesn't fit me. I'm a new breed. Oh, <laughs> gotcha. Um. Anyway, I was confused as to why we were talking about that, but I was just going with it. Well, that's how it goes. Um, hey, Brian, did you know that I'm considered the Lauren Michaels of podcasting? <laughs> no. See, I've heard you're like the busiest man in podcasting. Yeah, I'm you're also... the bad boy prankster of podcasting. Yeah, I am Panksy, the Banksy of so podcasting. So now you're also the Lauren Michaels I, of podcasting? Yeah, they call me Porn Michaels. <laughs> And uh, it's oh, just, geez. you know, Lauren and podcasting don't get any filthy ideas, you so, fucking animal. I mean, um, wait, can we, real quick, there's got to be a Porn Michaels directing porn, right? Oh, we're starring Or it. producing it. I, hey, should I look it up? Yeah, <laughs> I think you should, because, I mean, obviously, if there's not, we have to start making porn as Porn Michaels. Hey, Google, if you're listening, this is why I searched Porn Michaels. Um, no, just like Gianna Michaels, uh, Holly Michaels, Shay Michaels, nothing, <laughs> oh, no. nothing else coming up. Huh. Um, but I could check out some of these vids, should I? <laughs> I'm 
I'm just kidding. Turn them up. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's that's pretty good. Um, but I I meant it in a purely just you know portmanteau way. Uh, they call me the portmanteau man. Um, because I'm so good at them. But, but mostly they call me Porn Michaels, and it's because Lauren and I both have just that knack for finding stars for just seeing or sure. hearing a performance mm-hmm. and saying that person's going to do great things. Uh-huh. And we both had this realization about Maggie Rogers. Uh, she recently played oh, SNL. Wow. Uh-huh. Now she's on BSE. So wow. like two, two equal accomplishments right there. Yeah. This is a pretty big follow-up from, for her after being like, after <laughs> right? riding the high, like, Oh, how can it get better than Saturday night live? Yeah. SNL, nah, BSE all mm-hmm. the way. Yeah, so it's all downhill from here, Maggie. Um, no, it's not, because her debut album is coming out January 18th. It's called Herded in a Past Life, and I can't wait for it. That's the first one from 2019 that I had to my list that I was looking forward to. Nice. And um, I uh, first became a fan of Maggie's a couple uh, years ago when her song Alaska came out, which... Fantastic, such song, a good song, right? When did that? How long ago did that? I believe come out? it was 2016. Yeah, and, it's um, been. A, I when you said debut album, I was like, surely she's put out an album already, but no. I, I didn't realize this is the first. Um, she did have an EP last year, but um, when I first heard Alaska, it was like a really refreshing style of pop, uh, just a really cool take on modern pop, and uh, she used sounds from she traveled all over like Europe and France and the like and was really influenced by different music from different uh countries and just brought it all back and made a really cool nuanced eclectic pop sound uh and she was going to college at nyu school of music and that's where pharrell heard her song and that was sort of her first big break you know i'm also the pharrell of podcasting they call me pharrell uh, that already starts with the p <laughs> uh I do have a quick question. Sorry to sidetrack you, but who are they? Who who are these they that call you these things? Oh, the media. Oh, the the MSM, the main the mainstream. The mainstream, yes. Not the lamestream. Well, media? the the LSM is also been known to call so, me that. These are the ones that tell all the lies and are liars and spread fake news. Y- yeah, and. So how do we know that you're these things? Like, hey, shouldn't we infer I mean, that you're not? Even a broken press is right once a day, right? Tw- twice. Or twice a day, <laughs> depending on if you're on well, they were military right. time. or They were right or, yeah. when they called me Porn Michaels, and they yeah, were yeah. right when they called me Perel. Perel. <laughs> and did they call, that was the same day? Uh, yes. Okay, so yeah, twice a <laughs> so, day. Yeah, right. it holds up. And uh, But anyway, we're going to listen to the song Light On, which Maggie performed on SNL, and I thought her performance was phenomenal. I thought she did great. She was dancing all around, belting out passionately, uh, and I thought she just gave a great performance, and I thought, man, this is like the best musical performance. I was already, like, I'm biased, mm-hmm. and also Kanye did his water bottle thing the first so i'm like her competition right. isn't that great but uh like i was like this is the best performance i've seen uh on snl this year and then i just happened to see a headline 
that some people on Twitter were talking shit, saying she was flat in the beginning. And so I'm going to make like Cardi B right now and respond to the haters directly and aggressively. Y'all don't know what you're talking about because I watched it. And like, if you're really listening, you could maybe be like, Hey, yeah, maybe she's like a little flat in the beginning, but it, she gave a fantastic performance. Someone t- talked shit about her clothes. She looked fucking fresh. If I had to say mm. so. And someone was like, is this a Christian song? First off, what if it is? There's some damn good songs that are about <laughs> Jesus. And um, also, it does have a sort of like country pop vibe to it. But yeah. it's cool what she does with it. And that's what I I really like that about it because it is just such a catchy like pop chorus. You, um, I think can go to Twitter to find people get mad about everything. Yeah. Like, if, co- you know what I mean? Like, okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. I thought, Oh, they probably did this with every SNL guest. Yeah. Lil Wayne was on and not that his performance wasn't good. He did good, but people could have found some shit to talk about him. All anyone talked about was the sketch him and future were in, which was a good, good mm. sketch, but I'm just, yeah, I, Weird. there was enough response that you got a headline out of it. I feel like it's some music snobs being like, mm, I would have been on pitch there perfectly. So fuck all you haters out there. This section of my note is labeled talk shit about the haters. Um, so you've done it. Yeah. I think Should've I've accomplished put that. Put a check now. mark by that one. Well, I'm going to get my blood pressure down now, and uh, let's take a listen to Maggie Rogers with Light On. Would you believe me now if I told you I got caught up in a wave? Almost gave it away. Would you hear me out if I told you I was terrified for days? Thought I was going to break. Whoa, I couldn't stop it, tried to slow it.
It was a solid, slow burn pop song. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It had a good atmosphere to it, and um, I didn't follow the. I don't really follow lyrics that much, but uh, I would be interested to know what that song was about. Mm. Do you know? No, I think my interpreted my interpretation of it is just like the, um, like being open to love and connection and being like if you leave the light on if you're open to me then i'll be open to you um whether romantically or otherwise um but i really didn't pay attention to the lyrics that much either Mm -hmm. i but i mean i just love her vocal performance and just and this was something that i loved about alaska was you hear the acoustic guitar in that, which is kind of like the main rhythm. It's like percussive and melodic at the same time, but it almost like, I feel like it's some like synthetic sound. Like I, Mm -hmm. because just the way it's like done and mixed and whatever, like effect or anything they have on it, but it's really just like clean acoustic guitar, but just the way it's plucked and mixed with everything. It just, it comes off as like being like, this weird mix of organic and electronic through all of it that you just feel it it all. You feel both of them and you're not sure which sound is which and they all just blend together so so well. And then on top of it, she gives a phenomenal vocal performance. Yeah. I um I feel like this has less character than Alaska. Like I I, I feel it's a little more nondescript, but it I'm not saying it's a bad song and it could be like a like a, a slow moment in in a, in the album, you know? Like you need downtime. Yeah. Yeah, you need downtime as well, but I just feel like I don't know, I was expecting it to have a little more uh interesting character to it and this was a little more um well-executed generic poppy song. Hmm. Yeah, and I mean it is. That's what I like about her style. Is like, it is it is pop music. You can have you can play it on SNL, um, but if you pay attention to it, it I don't. It's more nuanced, and I feel like mm. just it's a sound you don't hear in pop. Um, using like like what other pop anthem is driven by like plucked acoustic guitar like mm-hmm. that, um, and. Uh, yeah, I uh, love, I mean, Alaska will probably always be my favorite song, but I uh, I didn't really listen to her EP that much. I don't know if maybe it was just a, that week I was just not feeling that style, but this song really grabbed me back, in, uh, and I'm full team Maggie Rogers now. She's an amazing performer, and uh, I cannot wait to see uh, what she does on her debut album. It could be the first great album of 2019. You know that time's coming where oh everyone's boy. calling everyone the first something of 2019. Oh, 2019. Yep. Um, all right, so that was Maggie Rogers with Light On from Heard It In A Past Life out January 19th on D-Bay Sound slash Capitol Records. By the way, I've always thought about, like, where do we get our ideas from? Like a songwriter, an artist, like mm-hmm. where... You know, that's what's so funny to me. It's like, I understand, like, people want to get paid for their work. Like, I understand, you know, like, IP and, like, copyright stuff like that. But it's like, you don't know where your ideas come from. You can't tell me that that was 100% you that you got from nowhere else. And I've always thought, what if it is echoes of a past life um, that give us our ideas? 
whether it's a song you made in a past life or someone else and you hear it in your head and then you uh you make it a song so yeah good title maggie i like that i like that idea nice work maggie you tapped into panksy porn michael's this sentence sounds filthy uh his mind um are do you believe in uh reincarnation um i'll tell you this i've written two songs about it okay do you believe Um, in it i don't know i i'd like to i think it's a cool idea it's interesting idea yeah yeah Um, i don't believe in it but it would be it'd be kind of it'd be kind of cool um Unless, like, you came back as a piece of dust or something. I don't really believe anything, but I like to think about everything, you know? Mm. Like, philosophically, I Mm -hmm. I like to imagine all ideas, but I don't know that I'm like, oh, this is for sure the way of any of them, because, you know, you don't. Everything is meaningless. Um that's what i want you <laughs> okay. to take away from yeah, this sure. um there's no meaning in <laughs> not anything. quite what i was saying but sure <laughs> <laughs> well i think it's nice to think about all your ideas but really everything means nothing to me we believe in nothing <laughs> exactly uh i'm gonna take us out this is our last song uh, i'm gonna take us out to red lobster <laughs> Uh, we talked yes! about it before. Uh, have you? I mean, I I could go for a cheese biscuit, cheddar biscuits. Yeah. Yes, I uh, I would love that. Um, there's one right up up the street. Oh, there so is. Yeah, right go. down. Yep. All right. Cool. Yeah. Uh, but let's listen to this, this song real quick. Um, this comes from. I feel like she's our bestie because I played her on the very first episode ever of Best Song Ever. Uh, I also played her in a side project band called fantastic furniture mm-hmm. this is julia jack i knew it and uh she comes from <laughs> australia and we talked a lot about <laughs> yes, australia she is the reason that our first episode was named the one about australia yeah she's one well i had a few i feel You're i feel right. like i had a couple um but mainly her she's also i feel like has been a reason why you have tried to do an australian accent a couple times on this show she's the reason like for two times but oh, you crikey was that her i think it was oh done what was it uh crocodile connery <laughs> yeah it's, it's me old friend crocodile connery how you doing there buddy oh i'm good uh can't keep this up for too long though gotta go wait bye. wait 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 before you go oh i'm back um have you seen my knife that's not a knife that's just you're just pretending that you have a knife in your hand. I mean, it's great object work, but that's not a knife. Oh, I'm getting more cocky right. by the second. <laughs> later. So uh, she's really brought the crocodile Connery out of you a couple times. Yeah, and uh, I think he and came in with third. Loki. I don't know. Yeah, but they both took off. Yeah. Hey, get him out of here, Loki. Um, she put out an album in 2016 as well. I just realized this. Every artist I've played, their last album came out in 2016 and i liked all baby it's it's crazy yeah it is i guess it is the sketch usually two three three years years, yeah yeah. they're kind of on the probably it's been like two and a half because it's the very beginning of 2019 but um this is her second full-length album and it deals a lot with um setting boundaries for yourself having people or things be smothering in their closeness and being okay with saying like hey back the fuck up i need mm-hmm. some space 
and and feeling comfortable with that. And I feel like that You're is describing our relationship exactly. Exact, I know, right? Yeah, I read this and I'm like, oh, this is perfect. I I haven't even listened to the song, but I was like, <laughs> yeah, I gotta just talk about this because like you get you like as the show goes on, you get closer and closer to me, mm-hmm. and it just freaks me out. I want we're punch nose in to nose face. right now. We're nose to nose. I can smell the cheese whiz on your breath. And during the songs, you're just going. <laughs> I, I love eat. me some easy cheese. Yeah. I don't know what to say. Can we? So uh, I just want to take a, a you know book a page out of her book here and say we might need to back up a little. Okay. Bit. All right. Um, I'll sit back down in my chair. All right. Thank you. Right. Um. So uh, miss you. <laughs> I miss you too. But we're we can still see each other. We're still right. like hey, okay two feet away or whatever. Um. So Julia says this about the album. It came from spending two years touring and being in a relationship and feeling like I'd never had any space of my own. For a long time, I felt like my head was full of fear and my body was just this functional thing that carried me from point A to B. And writing these songs was like rejoining the two. Um, and I feel like um, her her first album was good, but this song, I, I feel like she is strengthening the parts of her that were really good and kind of honing in on songwriting and delivering just a better overall sound. I'm pretty excited to to hear the rest of this album. So let's take a listen to Julia Jacqueline with Head Alone. Put it back by 
under the wire right at the end gonna give the first stamp of approval of the night they've all been good songs yeah just didn't didn't get stamps but this one is getting straight stormed lordy lordy very gordy curb stamp it curb stamped that and uh yeah that was uh yeah really compelling lyrics like just from the first like that imagery of uh looking in a full-length mirror because you can't tell with your head alone i was interested i'm not sure i fully picked up on how that related to the not wanting to be touched but uh but some great lyrics with that just saying i don't need to be touched all the time and saying at the end you can love someone without using your hands Mm um i think it's goes to the feeling disconnected mind and body a little bit and right, just kind of right. you know like looking at oh the right body that's what you were head. saying yeah um so yeah i think i think that goes with that and then the um you know just needing to set up boundaries with that that line of um you can love somebody without using your hands like she just needs space mm-hmm. stop smothering her let her let her breathe a bit you know um and it's like, I feel like, uh, you know, maybe touches his love language, who she's talking about. But, um, but yeah, that's what it's like almost because obviously that's just the obvious thing of like showing someone affection through touch. But I feel like you kind of have to work harder doing the other ones. And so it might be a more meaningful love when it's not just coming through touch and, um, I, I could see how having feeling like your head and your body are connect are disconnected and then having someone who always wants to be near and touch and you're you kind of aren't even fully comfortable there mm-hmm. the how that would be frustrating because you're like I'm I'm kind of out of sorts now and then you wanna wanna get your fingers in my pies, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. And sometimes, you know, keep your fingers out of my pies. Yeah. Um, she goes a little more in depth with this, uh, with this song. Uh, she wrote it while she was on tour, singing it to herself. And, um, she says it's not necessarily about like a singular experience. Uh, it came from two years of feeling like the place around me. This is hers. No, this isn't me. This is right, her. right. Uh, the pl- the space around me shrinking to the point where I couldn't even raise my arms this song is me raising my arms and running into an open field. And I get that feeling, especially at the end of the song. She kind of opens it up, rocks out a little bit, and you can kind of, you know, see her running through that open field yeah. with her arms in the air. So that was Julia Jacqueline with Head Alone from Crushing, which is out February 22nd on Polyvinyl. All right, one last thing for us to do, and that's talk about the music we're excited for coming out this week in Shouts. <laughs> All right, first up, I got Brain Feeder X, the 10th anniversary of the Brain Feeder label with such great artists as uh, Thundercat and Flying Lotus. Also, Riley Walker, uh, who Brian played on the podcast mm-hmm. before with his Dave Matthews Band cover album, The mm-hmm. Lily White Sessions, uh, unreleased Dave album that he is covering. Uh, and uh, longtime listeners will know that my girlfriend Kyle's dad is... A diehard Dave Matthews fan. I have been to about 30 Dave Matthews shows. Yeah, and which is crazy. And yeah. I give you a lot of shit 
just in general. But I feel yes. like going to that many Dave Matthews band shows like shows a strength of character, a will to survive that I feel most people don't have. You know who gave a lot of shit? Dave to those people on the boat in Chicago. <laughs> He's disgusting. Yeah, that's so. For those listeners who don't yeah. know what I'm talking about, if there are any of you, just Google Dave Matthews band shit Chicago and, uh, shit Chicago, and you'll know. Google it's, Dave Matthew Dave Matthew band dumps shit on people in Chicago. Okay, well Brian spoiled it. That's what happened. Um, yeah, it's one of the greatest it's things insane. that ever happened. Um, and he'll never live it down. Uh, no matter. How many oh. how many albums Riley Walker covers? It's a stain on his career. Yep. Um also a shit stain. <laughs> a shit stain. Um also Brian jokingly said I should shout out Mariah Carey, and I will because I love All I Want for Christmas is you and it's the video song. of the goth kids dancing to it. Watch yep. it. And uh Drake samples emotions, which mm-hmm. is fucking great song and uh so yeah. yeah she had some good songs a long long time ago yeah for sure yeah so let's listen to it and pretend that she's as good as she used to be which by the way people were saying like maggie rogers was like flat in the beginning and someone was saying like it was probably like the monitor on stage like she wasn't hearing it or something you know what she did she kept going like a fucking professional mariah carey you don't stop Mm. and start giving shit to the sound guys Mm. in front of dick clark and the whole world yeah does dick clark still do i don't (laughs) know he passed away but he may have i Um, but you're so right that was very awkward stuff that was almost as awkward as when don lemon on cnn was drunk as fuck on new year's eve and had to be talked down from getting a a tattoo live on air so you know what i'm i'm peeved now i'm taking back my shouts shout revoked for mariah carey that's the first shout revoke we've ever had it it is (laughs) uh first time for for everything i guess and uh that just goes to to prove it anyway give me your shouts bro all right i i just got to um Anderson Pock mm. with Oxnard. Yum, uh, yum. <laughs> yum, yum. It is going to be great, of course, because Ew, he's, he's great. He's singing about an Oxnard? Yeah, <laughs> gross. Oh, nards. Um, and then, Lake Kaylee 47 uh, with her album Acrylic. She's a art rap weird girl with the ski mask and, oh, yeah. and stuff she's so good i loved her last album so much these are two we talked about list fuckers these are yeah. two list fuckers just waiting to fuck i see some red lobster trips in our future <laughs> oh and we're we're supposed to go to red lobster yeah we talked but about maybe that. we should listen to these albums first and then maybe we should them all do one trip maybe we shouldn't fuck oh that was not ever going okay that i just was, wanted to make sure because there's you were, a weird implication you, but you, you're you're kind of like leaning in close again and yeah it's like but you know red lobster's new tagline is you don't have to fuck before coming here oh that's yeah. great so we can all go enjoy the cheddar biscuits the surf and turfs the crab cakes all the good great offerings of red lobster uh this episode sponsored by red lobster so should we close it out <laughs> Yeah, I think I think we're good. All right, as always, head over to GhettoBlasterMagazine.com. Check out all the great uh, lead Red Lobster deals that we got going on over there. And um, you could uh, give us a follow on Twitter 
at Best Song Ever Pod, and uh, go ahead and write us a review on iTunes. And you know, hey, if you want to like get in touch with us, send some music our way. We've got an email, bestsongeverpod at gmail.com, that we never use. So if you want to send something our way, just something funny to talk about or some music you want to send us, uh, go ahead and send something there. Yeah. So, all right, Forgetto Blaster Magazine. I'm Luke Levin saying, mm, you better check your perspective. And I'm Brian LeBen reminding you, don't let the bastards grind you down. That's not the best song ever. This is the best song ever. Strikes again.